This show is brought to you by Nice Mug. Nice Mug is the only mug made entirely out of ice. For more information, go to nicemug.com and enter the coupon code SAUNA for 10% off your entire purchase. And I just got back from Finland, and wow. it's Saturday. And I'm telling you, this trip was so like serendipitous. All the great people I was able to meet and sit on the sauna bench. And the trip isn't over in my mind because I just got home. Yeah. I just woke up, and I invited my good buddy Daniel here to sauna. And I could think of nobody better to sit on the sauna bench. And I mean that sincerely because Daniel has a, he's got a great. Um, how do I say, Daniel? You have a great, like, media mind. Like, you, you're a great interviewer, and you're a very curious person, and you're, you know, your enthusiasm about sauna is really contagious. So I invited you and nobody else because I wanted to sit on the bench and uh, without, you know, this, with no ego to it. I wanted to yeah. kind of work through your mind and your eyes about this trip and just have you take over this this podcast. So this is a Daniel takeover. And I'm here for you, Daniel, and anything you want to ask about my 12 days in Finland and 50, yeah, 50 saunas. So 50 hanging, saunas. 50 saunas. <laughs> and I think you would have been right there with me on each one. Wow. And I'll just say, here, I'll, you can you start asking. Okay. Yeah, but um, it's Daniel's literally taken over and um, I could go on and on, but I tell you, it, it sounds like crazy, but I got into rhythm, and I, it's been 30 years since I've been to Finland, and I couldn't say no, you know? Like, yeah. after sauna three, yep. I was so jazzed up and ready for four. After sauna four, I was like, where's number five? And as the numbers grew, my momentum grew, and my stamina grew, and it was freaky. I, I, I had no <laughs> idea that I could do that, number yeah. one, yep. or that my interest level would remain high, number right. two. right. Go ahead, Daniel. Well, first of all, Glenn, thank you for inviting me over today. It has been nice here in Minneapolis the past couple days, and we woke up and boom, 40, another you know forty-five degree day. So when you when you texted me and said sauna, I was like, oh yes, perfect. Yeah. Um. Well, I really enjoyed watching your videos and uh, reading your posts and seeing your pictures from the trip. The first question I have is, how did you manage to do that many? Well, <clears throat> I, I think the, the simple answer to that is I didn't do much else. Okay. Yeah, and that was, uh, I, and I did, I, I felt like I missed out on, on, on only a couple things. Uh, bicycling, I'm, I'm a pretty, you know, avid bicyclist, and there's beautiful biking to be had over there. Yeah. I did get some hiking in, which I love to do before sauna anyway. Um, and the food element, food was, was a matter more of survival than of ex exploration. I mean, sure. normally when you travel, you, you're more, uh, you know, into the whole gastronomic thing, like what's right. the best restaurants in this town and that I, I got to experience wonderful food. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, but I really narrowed my focus and this is actually a great way. I encourage anybody listening to, uh, to consider, you know, travel uh, so often when we work with constraints, you know, they're blessings in disguise. They get us to think more creatively. And my constraint was sauna. And so it created like this, 
this wonderful way to travel, just yeah. with that focus. Yep. So you were on a mission. Though. I was on a mission. So how did you line up so many? Well, it was a balance of planning and spontaneity. Planning, there was a lot more work involved. Like okay. with any project, and another lesson I've learned with projects is do something every day. Like, you know, this was a big mountain to organize and plan. And once I booked my tickets in January, February, something like that, I, I tried to do one little thing every day. And, and it sounds crazy, but it's true. Uh, it was kind of like, you know, a little pitchfork, you know, knocking out, knocking out the, um, the rocks, you know, like creating a, uh, creating a, a tunnel through the mountain, you know, it's yep. a little bit each day. Yeah. And it was a lot of planning, a lot of connections. I, I was, um, you know, a big shout out and thank you to Mika Allen, who um, had introduced me to, through his Sweat Summit in 2016, I got to know um, two really important Finns, um, and they were instrumental, one, one by the name of Jarmo Letna, and you will hear my Sauna Talk podcast with him. He's former CEO of the Finnish Sauna Society, and um, he is a self-proclaimed sauna pro. But I renamed him a sauna expert. A pro, by definition, gets paid for their work. Yeah. An expert does it because of passion and love, and that's Yarmo. He was an incredible Yarmo. human being. Incredible human being. Very unique person. He's not. He does not want to be photographed. He doesn't want to make money on sauna. He is dedicated to sauna as, like in a, in a way that I, that pales on my level. So the other one, Risto Alma, Risto. Yeah. He is the um, president of the ISA, International Sound Association, and uh, these two guys are helpful. Many others helpful, too. But uh, back to your question, very simple, uh, a lot of work on the front end and open to spontaneity on the back end once I was there. Wow. Well, for, before we go further, I just want to mention that I am wearing my Troxers, and I love them. This is spontaneous yeah. sauna at any time. Right on. Yeah. I, I've been super busy lately, so I, I, I've maybe fired ours up once or twice since I last saw you. Yeah. Um, but when I, when I came in, you mentioned that, well, that's awesome. So it was a lot on the front end, but then it kind of just took off once yeah, you the were there. Yeah, the momentum build. One quick thing on Troxers, yeah. and I, I have to give a shout out to the product that I'm making that's in development, is I brought three pair of boxer shorts and one pair of Troxers. I never wore my boxers. Really? My Troxers are like, it. I love the product. It performed mightily. They are as comfortable as boxer shorts. They quick dry, quick extremely dry. versatile, Many, yeah. which we can talk about. Many saunas in Finland are are co-ed and that you know you do wear swim swimwear in the hot room yeah other saunas are um dual meaning that there's a women's sauna and a men's sauna so you go into the hot room naked yeah but regardless of which um to be able to slip on a pair of troxers and, and go outside and all that um and the quick drying aspect i uh, I, I when i travel now i will only i will bring no boxers i will only wear my troxers and i'll be as good as good can be well, I would add that they're the comfortable—they're extremely comfortable as well. So that yeah. makes it possible. Yeah, and they fit great under pants. They don't bulk up. They're very quick drying yeah. uh, and and very uh, breathable. Yeah. So yeah, man. Okay. So you—I mean—that's uh, interesting that you said your endurance increased. Yeah. Uh, at by the end. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, did I hit that a little hard? No, on? it was hard. Okay. 
but I'm not, you know, it's, yeah. it feels great. I feel like a, in a way, like a, like a bicyclist or a runner who's, who's on, on his game. I'm on my sauna game yes. right now. And again, you know, one quick thing about yep. the fins and sauna is the word that comes to mind is freedom. There is no judgment in sauna. There's, when you're hot, you leave. Yep. When you're cold, you go in. I, I ask people um, over there, like many times, how many rounds do you do? And, and honest to gosh, I get a confused look back because nobody counts their sauna rounds. Okay. It's a matter of time. They'll say, well, I attend at night, I tend to sauna for two to three hours or something like that. Yep. But there's this, what I love about the Finnish sauna, unlike other fragmentations of sauna or adaptations, is the freedom element and the non-judgment. Whatever works for the individual. So if I get right. too hot, I can bust out. And, yeah, man. Yeah. And that's right. why I say that. I say that, you know, is, is, a, is a great point to sauna. Yeah. There's no timer. There's no clock. And there's no macho-ness to more this, more that. Yep. Yeah. What I've noticed with my personal sauna use is just how I, when my heart starts pounding and it gets like, the more, you know, it, it kind of builds up and gets stronger and stronger. That's when I know I need to yeah. escape. You just know. You just know. Yeah. And, and what feels right, you do. My uh, Shout out to Clint. You know, I, I love his line. He says, you know, many people ask me, you know, when's the time to leave the hot room? Yeah. Well, when the idea of an ice cold lake plunge is about the best <laughs> idea you've ever heard. Right. And I try to hold for that moment, you know. Yes. It's a full rubber band theory of extension of, of the heat and the cool down and stuff. Do you, wanna, a, do you wanna go low? Or are you, no, you I'm good. Go? I'm okay. gonna hang in. Ask there. me anything. I, I, so basically, I mean, we can get right into it. Please. Uh, what did you learn um, in your, how many rounds? Uh, 50. 50 rounds. 50 different saunas. 50 different saunas. Now, sauna. there is an asterisk to that. There's about six or seven of which I, will, I call a dry sauna. Because of logistics, either the stove wasn't lit, yep. the time was too tight. I call them dry saunas and that uh, I did not sweat in these six, seven, whatever. Yep. Uh, but I, I really felt the soul. And every sauna has a soul. And I felt the soul of the sauna. And so thereby, we'll call that, you know. An official a, yeah. sesh. Yeah. So what did I learn? Yep. Um, do you want to ask me more? Well, like, when I walked in, you yeah. mentioned the, the water. That was, I, I forgot my water. I said, can you grab me water? And okay, well, you. I saunter with pros. Um, I have, Yarmo Lethina is a pro. He's an expert. Um, I also, in a serendipitous kind of way, got connected with um, uh, Petra. And Petra is a, um, is a champ. He was the runner-up in 2010 to the Russian who went on to die in the sauna on the next round. And this guy is wiry. I mean, he, he doesn't carry more than a buck 60, 170 pounds. Yeah. And it's, it's about hydration. Yep. And hydration, not just with water, but the right kind of water. You sweat out a lot of minerals, yep. uh, magnesium, zinc. Um, and the pros over there, the real hardcore sauna people are very in tune, not just to hydration, but to uh, mineral water. Okay. And, and that's so saved. Full replenishment. Yeah, and, and getting okay. ahead. I mean, this. I, I think those of us that sauna um, in the States, anytime you want to walk, I'll walk with you. There's no rush. Right on. Okay. Um, you just get up <laughs> and I follow. Um, anytime that I'm with people that sauna quite a bit here in the States, you know, we're all very in tune to hydrating. You know, I say drink 32 ounces of water, you know, within 
maybe 30 to 45 minutes before your sauna session yeah and then at least that amount during and especially as we're taking saunas with the duration like the fins of two to three hours yeah twice so 32 at the beginning before the beginning yeah 32 on the front end and 32 through the session is a good rule of thumb of hydration okay the asterisk here is mineral and we can get to that it's up to you well i'm gonna mm -hmm. cool down um, so the cool down is, uh, is also a huge part, you know, usually with a water element and, uh, yes. So minerals, yep. um, again, uh, 90, whatever percent of fins probably don't take it to this level, but I was really in tune to what we're calling the pro, the experts, yep. like the real serious dudes that I was around and, uh, uh, it's really neat there. I'll, I'll try to put a photo up on the uh, show notes, but uh, they all go for this special water, mineral water, that is um, taken right out of the ground with minerals in it yeah. uh, from Georgia, uh, the former Soviet Union area. Um, really great water. Um, and there's also Estonian mineral water that is preferred by the experts, experts on the people in Finland. But um, that's an area I'm going to really dive into. If anyone listening is in that space uh, as a, a scientist, nutritionist, someone really in tune to the minerals and stuff in the yeah. body um I'd, I'd love to collaborate and talk because um sauna water is something in my brain after you know after day five or six exactly i realized that this is not at all in america right uh there's mineral water here and all that my wife actually julie is drinking this german mineral water but I think that's mineral added, this gross, gross liner or something like that. Yep. So to be discovered uh, more. Um, it, without, put it this way, with regular hydration, I, I could have clawed my way through 50 saunas in 12 days. But getting on the mineral water regimen. So um, you were drinking it? Big time. Okay. And it's and it's it, there's a there's a couple schools of thought about the mineral water. Yeah. I was drinking it certainly. There are, there are those, uh, Garmo specifically that hit the mineral water, say the first 32 ounces, and then we'll just go to regular water after. Yep. In his uh, mind, there's a saturation point. Uh, whereas the Petri, the the the, the wiry guy, the 2010 runner-up uh, to the Sauna World Champion, he he hits the mineral water continuously, but. Um, there are, in many saunas that I saw, I was looking around at the different water bottles and the choices of beverage, and I saw the same brand, Vichy, uh, V-I-C-H-Y, something like that. Yeah. With the little gold crown. Uh, that's what pros drink. Really? Yeah. Can you order it online? I'm going to look for it. Okay. I don't think you can get it in America, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, just because you can't get it. I mean, the thing about the world is quite interesting. This is a major digression, but very simply is... The stuff that's going on in Finland, like with public saunas and the sauna thing and the cool down, it's really not that much different than what we are doing here in, in the upper Midwest in Minnesota and, and Wisconsin and stuff. Yeah. And it, I have to think mineral water is the same thing. I mean, like if there's great mineral water coming out of Estonia and the Georgia province or whatever, I got to think in North America, there's a, an aquifer of a comparable composition. Right. And there's a, a profile of minerals that is perfect for... Right. Okay. And I want to test the what's what's wrong with taking regular water and adding minerals at that profile, you know, versus coming out of the ground and having it in it. Of course, 
intuitively you'd think coming out of the ground having it in it is the way to roll yeah uh but i want to test that right i'm really if, interested in if it. you could make the perfect profile by adding mm -hmm. you know making a cocktail okay now right and not to i sorry to interrupt but that now you get into epigenetics too and in working with my my buddy john yep. is um there's an idea of customization here i'll stay outside just for a minute you mind? Yeah, cool. uh, there's an idea of customization based on body type that I'm I'm going to dive into. Yeah. So sauna water A, B, C, D based on different body types. That's where I want to go. Got it. Yeah, well, I love it. I mean, uh, when I was in the Grand Canyon, they tell you you're sweating, so you got to eat salty carbs to replenish. Yeah. So I, I yeah. I mean, salt, sodium, right? Right. Yeah. But it's all a blend, right? Yeah. And, and you can be, if you're deficient in sodium, but high in magnesium, that's not good. Yeah. If you have, if you're low on everything, that's bad. But I, I joked with uh, with Rod, Rodney Bursmith. Um, I was joking with him one day that we should make a product called concentrated water. And I, I kind of had it in my brain. Like I drink a ton of water. Yeah. But there's times where I just feel that the water itself uh, kind of misses a mark. You're hitting the hydration, great. Yeah. But now it's all full circle from, from this Finland trip. Minerals. Minerals. So I have to ask, how do you win the sauna world champion? Oh, well, let's talk about that because this I actually got to sauna, um, really great opportunity to sauna with, uh, he's called Sauna Timo over in Finland. He's a legend. He's Sauna known, Timo. Sauna Timo, yeah. So... There used to be what was the Sauna World Championships, and, and 2010 was its last year because a Russian basically cooked himself and died uh, on the sauna bench. And it was a real black eye for sauna. Yeah. And the whole um, protocol of the contest, in hindsight, you know, it's easy to criticize, but it was really flawed. Okay. And uh, and so what it was is they had this round robin tournament of who can stay in the sauna longer and you know it's just a recipe for disaster and it turns out the Russian was uh, he had uh, like oil he he rubbed oil on his skin and that actually boiled and it was so that but that was to sort of uh, create a barrier you yeah. know like he you know trying to cheat yeah and then he had painkillers and stuff where sauna Timo he he was in a induced coma for six weeks after this. Same, same round, okay. same thing. As the Russian that yeah. died. Okay. Yeah, so Sonatimo lived, Russian died. Sonatimo wrote a book about it. I got to sauna with Sonatimo, <laughs> an incredible guy. You'll hear his podcast through a translator. Uh, insane. That same contest in 2010, the runner-up, I sauna with all, all day on Thursday. The wonderful guy. This guy, he can sauna like a madman, and he is like I say, he's built like a runner. Yeah. He's very thin. But water all the time, mineral water, eating the right food, even through sauna sessions. Um, do you want to hear a story about him, by the way? Sure. Yeah. Petri. Wait, wait. For, yeah, go. What, what's a, a sauna food? What, what's oh, an example oh yeah, yeah, yeah. of a sauna food? So do we cover the sauna championship? It, it ended in a very bad way. They don't do it anymore. Correct. But what was the... Uh, particulars like yeah the particulars was you you sign up and they have a round robin thing and you know as people you know so the particular of a sauna round is you go in and you're you're one-on-one -on -one with a contestant you know and then uh and you and you can throw actually there was a group there's like the first rounds there's four or five in the sauna 
and anybody can add water at will. Yeah. But if you add, let's say I, I'm in a sauna competition with you and two others, I add water to the rocks. Yeah. Well, I can't be the next person to add water again. And then, if everybody's still in after a certain amount of time, yep. then it's auto- automatically Lolu is created every 30 seconds until people start bailing oh, okay. and can't take it anymore. Okay. Yeah. What, right. Lolu. Uh, wa- steam that's created from water being tossed on sauna rocks. That's called Lolu. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So, um, there you so go. yeah. So, so, basically, you just yeah. do it's as many rounds. Well, you're, you're, it's a stamina thing. Who okay. can stay in the sauna longer? Yeah. And it's not talked about much in Finland, but I tell you, a sauna, Timo. What uh, kind of sauna do they use? Oh, it's electric. Actually, a Harvia stove. Yeah. And it was a black eye on Harvia, too, because their, their sign was on the wall between the contestants. Yeah. And, you know, that... It's not talked about a lot in Finland. It was huge in the time. Yeah. But when that Russian guy died, it wow. was a real wake-up call to that everybody. Yep. Yeah. And it took the contest to a really bad way and it's and it's no longer but sauna timo is he if you if he was walking down the street he'd be noticed by he'd be known by most people or many really yeah he's a legend and my interpretation my my thoughts as to one of the reasons why not just because sauna is loved and no you know done by everybody but he beat a russian yeah and there's a cold war going on between those countries i'm yeah. telling you they have their own version of the practice of the russian sauna yeah yeah and you know fundamentally i would say the russian sauna is as close to the finnish sauna as there is yeah we can get into the nuance and the differences but they like it hotter russians like it hotter how'd you meet sauna timo through uh samuli who is the owner of iki stoves iki is the closest thing over there to lampa manufacturing the maker of the kuma stove Again, you talk about serendipities and things like working separately in different countries. Just to hear the Iki stove story about uh, Samuli's father creating the stove and tinkering and all that. It reminds me so much of Daryl's father. And uh, boy, it was just so great spending a day with Samuli and understanding the Iki stoves. Very revered stove maker in in Finland. We went out on on Samuli's boat with Timo, and we're cruising around. That's where I got a little bit of a cold. And my only uh, setback is I didn't have a stocking cap, and I had already done uh, a two, gone to two different saunas that day. So I was a little frail. So how long and were you gone? I was gone 12 days. Okay, and yeah. what, what was the weather like? The weather was was wonderfully um, not gr- not warm. It was wonderfully not warm. Okay, and uh, it was like here. It, okay. You know, a lot of it was like here. And what's interesting about the weather, especially in Helsinki, is there's often this cool, fresh breeze coming in off the sea. Mm. And so I, I remember one evening it was actually warmer in at dark. It gets dark later now at this time of year, ten thirty, eleven o'clock. It was like eleven o'clock. And I'm like. This feels kind of nice because the wind had died down and it was actually warmer at night. But no matter what, I was getting always getting a fresh, cool breeze. And I got too much of that on the boat. We were mm. cruising around the islands and the boats. It was Sauna Timo, Samuli, Iki Stoves. And then uh, we went back to Samuli's tent sauna, cooked up some food after sauna and the three of us sauna. So anyway, uh, you asked about food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sauna right food. on. So <clears throat> yeah, sauna food. Well, makara sausage is like... Um, that's the main thing I would say. It's a huge tradition, and um, many of the saunas have a very simple, like the traditional ways you get a wood-fired um, 
uh, fire going and then you grill these uh, sausages and so after sauna you have sausages and stuff the modern adaptation of that is you have a really cool simple little gas grill mm -hmm. and people bring their own and the sauna will provide the grill and you just put them on there and so as you're kind of maybe getting dressed or whatever and uh, uh, and you smell that you know it's like a it, you smell birch like in the spring from the vita the, the whisks yeah, and yeah. then you smell the makara sausage. It's sort of like this, you know. It's a common uh, sense scent from sauna. Yeah. Over How do you say it? Makara sausage. M a k k a r a something. I'm sure Finn's listening. Are going to correct me on the spelling, but um, makara, makara, makara sausage. sausage. Yeah. it's basically bratwurst in a way. Okay. Again, this is like you know we we have Gerhard Bratz like Ooh, collaborating, yeah. you know, and we we go to uh, breweries with with Rodney Versmith on Society Outfitters, set it up coordinating there with Gerhard Bratz and we're basically creating something that exists in Finland and I love oh. the serendipity of this these independent cultures creating common practice I was going to ask you uh some things that you would want to bring back mm. mm -hmm. and the, I would say yeah. the sausage the, well, the sausage yeah. need not be brought back. It's replicated perfectly here, okay, you're in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to get Finn's opinion on that. Like, there may be a certain brand, like, you know, it'd be like a like some guy in Wisconsin saying, oh, you got to have Holy Land, you know, or, or Ho whatever that, uh, you know the one I'm talking about? There's a couple of brands, like Clements, you got to have Clements, you know. Yeah. They're brand loyal sausage guys. But sure. we, we basically hit that in America. Um, what would I like to bring back? I, I think that mineral water is kind of unrealistic. Um, there, I'm not, I don't use soaps or shampoos or anything when I sauna. It's one of the things I love about sauna is that, and, and, um, anyway, there, there's this, I got connected to this, this Kairara sauna in Helsinki, and I know I pronounced it wrong and I apologize, but the, this most magnificent sauna that's off grid, but you can get to it right from the tram and it's women only Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's a very female driven sauna. Yeah. Um, and the proprietor owner has developed a beautiful culture, uh, a very, that's the soul in that sauna is very deep. And uh, it was an emotional podcast for me to interview her. And But to see her soaps and creams and skin stuff, and the beauty of the development of all her products is that they uh, were done in collaboration with her guests for over many years in the sauna. She tested different recipes, oh, okay. all natural, organic. Cool. Yeah. I, I would I, I'm going to work with her, and we're going to bring more of that. Uh, to sound off people in America. I love it. Yeah. Round? Round? Let's bring her in. We keep I'll going. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, other questions? Um, okay. Yeah. So, there's, we have like the, the Kuma. Yeah. And then there is the smoke sauna, which yeah. is totally new Thank to me, you. but I watched some videos yes. after I saw your video. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, okay. Is that, do you want me to just go on that? Or you yeah. Have a uh, so out of 50 sessions, yes. uh, what kind of stove do, do uh, what kind of stove yes. was used in most of those? Great. Great. I love the question. And the, the best answer is let's just go through the spectrum very quickly on sauna stoves. From left to right, left meaning most convenient, newest, um, 
you know, and then oh, way over on the right, like the oldest, uh, most traditional. So on the left, you start with the electric stove. Iki makes a really nice electric stove. They're doing all, uh, Samuli is doing all kinds of really cool things about air circulation. Yeah. Because the most important thing in a sauna fired by an electric stove is air circulation. The fins are really big on fresh air in sauna. This sauna needs a little bit of improvement. I'm going to open the door up a little bit, the venting. The <clears throat> because it's wood fired, yeah. that's not as critical because you're getting air flow through, it's through sucking combustion. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's electric, you know, and most apartments over in Finland will have electric. I, uh, I partook in mm, half a dozen really good electric sauna, saunas. Hard to do. Especially in a public commercial way, where the this you know much bigger space, but one comes to mind. Um, <clears throat> it was a dual Harvia commercial grade, two monster electric stoves with a massive amount of rock. Wow. And the heat off of that was great. And um, Yarmo Letina took me to that sauna, and we had a really special sauna session. We got there half an hour before closing, and the proprietor, the lady running it, is actually from Russia. And her husband, he's Finnish, he's an electrician. We had a good laugh about that, you know, electric sauna. And, and anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. we saunaed with the, with that couple, the four of us. We had a private sauna with them that people would pay a lot of money for. Really? And we just bonded with them remarkably. That's and awesome. you come out of that big, you know, hot room and you, the way they're laid out is you come out of a hot room and you basically enter into a shower area or you can turn and go right outside. Very nice walking steps down to the lake okay and so i just we had countless recessions where you know go right in the lakes something very familiar to me and then it was no wind light raining uh maybe 40s 50 degrees something like that and it was just perfect to do that so i'm way off track and i apologize no no so, that's quite <clears throat> yeah on that point how big was this room like uh, the with, electrics, yeah. with the, okay, I would have to say maybe 20 by 15, 20 by 20 maybe. The hot room. Yeah, man, you could hold maybe 15, maybe 20 people. Really? Yeah. Three tier? Yes, and I love the question. Um, three tier, and we let's come back to three okay, tier. Okay, three tier. Uh, um, yeah, well, here, I'll talk about it real, real quick. So three tier, most, um, all the saunas I've built have been two tier, meaning upper bench, lower bench, decking on the floor. That's it. Seven foot ceiling. I'm taking back that. Uh, I, my big learning on there is a more generous crack along the sauna door. And almost, I wouldn't even call it a third bench, but a step up. So you're outside, you open the hot room door, you step up. Okay. And then there's low bench, upper bench. Then you would do like step up, then 16, then another 16. Bingo. Okay. Bingo. How Bingo. high is the step up? Uh, it depends on your what you can get by. But when I'm making seven foot tall ceilings, yeah, I now will admit that's it, it works great. And yeah. what, this sauna works great. Any fin in here will smile as they leave the hot room. I mean, no, no question. But the pro would say uh, the ceiling's too low and you need that third step up of about maybe, call it six, eight inches. Okay. Not a big deal. But to the pros, it's it's something. And it's about air circulation, and it's about getting the hot room hotter. That extra cube is not affecting because the cold air settles at the bottom. The warm air goes to the top. Yep. Yeah. Back to stoves? Sure. Okay, so next on the spectrum, you could say, is a continuous feed wood burner, which is what we're experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. It's all we know in the States, basically. Then the next... Um, to the right, the next thing is a single single burn 
stove, <clears throat> wood-fired. So, or pellet is another adaptation. You know, they're using pellets now, which is really cool, especially in urban and Helsinki and stuff. Just electric pellet No, uh, it'd be wood wood pellets, wood pellets. So it's basically But they like, feed them. They yeah. manually you Well, feed yeah, but there's other ones that are automatic, which okay. the guy just basically shows up in, in the morning and, let, you know. I'm just it, thinking of a smoker, like a yeah, pellet. It's a similar right. mechanism. Only yeah, feed the, the advantage of the pellets is, uh, is, there's a few, but it's consistency, number one, and number two is cube. In other words, you know, a quart of firewood's a lot of space, but you have these pellets and, like, they're like feed sacks. How know? big are the pellets? Uh, I didn't really get a good look at them, but I get the idea they're maybe like the size of a half dollar and stuff. Uh, okay. But could be more. I, I didn't it. get a good look at them. And that, sure. That was, yeah. So I missed on that. But but the idea of single feed, uh, sing, single burn, single burn wood fire, yeah. single burn uh, pellet or wood, but, you know, mainly wood. So imagine, so I attended a bunch of saunas that um, the guy would get there in the morning and he'd, log, he'd load these like meter long logs in this massive fire. Uh, a massive like feed chamber, yep. and then the flames go right through the rocks for hours. I'm talking like five, six hours, like seven, eight thousand pounds of rocks or more. Se seven thousand. What was that one guy? Seven thousand kilos or something. Sixteen hundred kilos. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So thirty-two. So that would be like four thousand pounds of rock. You know. Yeah. And so that runs like that. You just keep feeding. Okay. That so sucker. how big is that? Thing? It's big. It's like I want to say maybe. A yard, like 36 inches by 42 inches by, like, I don't know, maybe four feet tall. Really? You know? Yeah, and the rocks are, like, on top of this. Yeah. And they're always uh, fed from the outside. What's it built out of? Steel. Steel. Yeah. Okay. Massive, like, steel firebox. And you burn the shit out of that for a long time. Yeah, the rocks, seven hours. Uh, five, five, five six, something like that. Yeah. And the rocks become, like, eight, like, 600 degrees red glowing then wow. when the uh, okay so this is cool this is great right so what you're can what you're doing is you've got this mass thermal mass like crazy yeah so this is the third stove that's uh, that's wood fired or sometimes they're gas now or whatever but we'll call this the single burn yeah now the fourth one is everything i said about number three but the smoke, instead of going up a chimney, goes into the room. And that's your traditional sabu sauna. Okay. And everybody over uh, wants to overthink the sabu sauna. Yeah. But the easiest way to explain the sabu sauna is just strip everything down to its bare minimum. Imagine it's thousands of years ago. Yeah. They would just build a simple structure, fill it with rock, underneath which they start a fire. And burn the hell out of that. Because right. they had no chimney capability. But they were smart enough to put vents in. So they would burn, burn, burn. Rocks come 600, 700, 800 degrees. They get glowing red. Yep. They say, hey, man, we got enough flame now. So then they um, they don't add more wood. Yeah. They pull the ash away so there's no more smoke. They get rid of the ash out of the hot room. Correct. Okay. In both instances. Yep. It's single burn. right? And then, and then what you're left with is super hot rocks, a lot of the heat mass, no smoke at all. The, they open the vent. All the smoke's extinguished out. And then a proper proper sabu sauna is washed. The benches, anywhere you go. Like the ceiling, they'll wash only monthly. And so if you stick your hand up to the ceiling and mark your finger, you'll get a black line. Yeah. Yeah. And and they feel that that soot is very healthy. Really? Yes. Just for the skin? For for the for everything, I, okay. I, I'd like to read more on that. I didn't get tired. But this, of this is this is traditional. This is where it came from. 
Savu sauna and, and they love it. Um, uh, I, I wonder, you know, I'm not a skeptic. I love, absolutely love Savu sauna. Yeah. I wonder what the, um, how you, how you would even, um, um, judge this or, yeah. or create a marker of a single, um, you know, a single heated sauna with, that's wood yep. that's vented versus a single heated stove that's not yep. is a sabu sauna sabu yeah and that just it's like what's sabu? sabu means smoke smoke okay yeah so you know you know one could maybe try to argue that the sabu sauna really isn't any better because you got the same thing going on with the chimney thing yeah uh then there are those that say no the soot thing is actually good for you uh, um but those that grew up in finland yeah sabu sauna was very revered and and i respect it i mean i i, I get it so you got to do across many, the board you many. got to experience all these yeah yeah in multiple iterations i saw in your saw so it was a sabu sauna mm. in the video where he handed mm. you little butt pads mm -hmm. <laughs> you sit on the butt pad your, your ass is black yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because he's not out there he's not out there washing the benches you know yep yeah it's a it's a roots sabu sauna which i love which i love yeah and it's about heat you know it's about heat, thermal mass, lolu. Lolu. Steam created from water being tossed on. It's a very holy thing, lolu, you know. There's this etiquette, uh, and many Finns don't prescribe to this, especially young ones, but at the Finnish Sauna Society, when uh, you're introducing lolu, you, you kind of be quiet for that moment. Ah. Let's try it. All right. So whether you're driving or listening to this from wherever, um, there's a moment of repose there, uh, of just connection, of being in that moment. And Finns know how to do that. What else you got? I like it because it gives you a chance to focus on your heart. Yeah. Like once the noise stops, then you can feel your heart boom. Yeah. You can, and that's the beneficial zone, right? I'm a talker, you know, my mother's Italian and I can get revved up. My wife, Julia, she's Scandinavian and loves silence. We'll drive, yeah. like, to the cabin. Yeah. She can be quiet for an hour and I, uh, all of a sudden, I'm just, like, I'm ready to pull my nails out, you know, but yeah. I, I get it, you know, there's, this is an essence of sauna that's talked about in my interviews from multiple guests yeah. about, um, the Finns are very happy people and they're very happy with being alone yeah. and they view silence as as not something to fill but to be comfortable with I like it you know someone I've got I've received the question a couple times what are the rocks for yeah and I think the Sabu sauna explained that's the best explanation yeah. of that answer good yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do a little cold prompt, and uh, we can keep talking, or whatever you want. Should we uh, ice bath or sh uh, ice sh cold yeah. shower? Yeah, totally. Okay, so what else you got for me? Any other questions? Um, you, any topics you you want to bring up? You want to talk about? Yeah, you mentioned uh, 
that you did 10 episodes approximately while yeah. you were over there. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about, just recap on that and maybe sure. what, what your favorite yeah. episode was? Okay, well, uh, it was just wonderful. Um, you know, I, it, it, the starting Sauna Talk as a podcast, I'll tell you one of the reasons why I did it is, you know, a voice of one, you know, is heard by one, you know, a voice of many is heard by many. And, and I didn't want to be, you know, on a soapbox talking about sauna uh, myself. And I knew one day, you know, because this community is quite small globally, you know, mm -hmm. uh, when you get really down to it. And uh, getting people more experienced and accredited and knowledgeable than myself, hearing from their voice is uh, an important thing for you know, the authenticity of this, of this practice. So that's why I started Sama Talk, you know, and it was great to interview you, Daniel, you've been a guest in developing a system that, you know, sure, it's not NPR, but here we are, we're sitting on the sauna bench and people can hear us, you know? Absolutely. So to take this system, this method over to Finland was, was really rewarding because uh, I, I did, is, you know, I'll be a little lazy about it. You know, it's like I was able to just get it from them unedited without having to write it all down and be a pro i'm just an amateur guy recording people that know sauna really well and yeah so the long that was a long answer i didn't even tell you who i got to interview but they're all there I, what one comes to mind is jasper jasper uh, uh, he's a rising star he was the villain in um the clansman uh film he and um uh, he is the sole owner now of lodu which is a um world uh, um, uh, magnificent sauna bar restaurant on the harbor in downtown Helsinki, an iconic building that is a statement of the city now. And actually Time Magazine has picked Lolu as one of the top 100 places to visit in the world. Really? And, um, yeah, and Jasper, um, my, I spent an hour with him and I, I was so nervous that my record button wasn't on. Thankfully, it was. You'll yeah. get to hear the episode. Cool. An extremely eloquent, wonderful, um, humanitarian, great guy, actor, famous. We walk down the street and people recognize him. And Finns are very humble people, but uh, he's a he's a rock star over there. And uh, I had the you know. And then Dr. Gary Laukinen, um, he's the pioneer of sauna research. Uh, he's the reason why sauna is as big as it is in America and why it's such a big rage. American media went nuts about his study. Uh, a major 40% reduction in Alzheimer's and heart disease, um, dementia, cures all your ills, you know. <laughs> it was yeah, one of those easy yeah. cures, so, you know. So he was remarkable. I went right to his, um, his office at the University of... Uh, you, you, I always get the pronunciation wrong, and I apologize. Central Finland city, Uveskila, um, made some great connection with him, and we're, we're on the uh, cusp of doing some collaborating, which I can talk a little bit about, but it's out of school right now. Um, until I get a little more foundation to it, I'd love to share it with listeners. Um, anyway, yeah, so you had um, Jarmo Lettina, who I mentioned. He's an expert in sauna. Um, and then interviewing some of the people that own some of these sauna, public saunas. Yeah, so it's a, explain how it works, yeah. the public sauna. Well, you know, th again, things, it, it, I'm going to say it again, the serendipity, like things are evolving independent of each other. And the work that, you know, John Peterson's doing as a founding, the founder, the creator of the 612 Sauna Society, 
you know, it's 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 the best we can do in Minneapolis because of regulations and the brick and mortar thing. But over there in Finland, I mean, there are there are many factions of sauna, what I call in the public domain, that are, that are uh, that have been around for 150 years. There's a couple of public saunas that are really old school in Helsinki. One, um, actually two or three, in in Tampere, a city to the west. Old school, then new school. You have these brand new bar restaurants like Lolu. Um, there's one called Kuma in uh, hot. It means hot in Finnish. Uh, in Tampere, right on the water, right in downtown. In uh, the purists, the experts, you know, they want to like poo poo this, especially yeah. some of these experts like Yarmo that does not drink, you know, with sauna. He does not associate drinking with sauna. That's boo boo boo, you know, blah blah blah. So, you know. The purists may say this, uh, but I love it. I think what's happening with sauna in Finland is incredible. We're seeing a revolution in the public sauna world over there. New, new, and re, uh, revitalizing the existing. Um, there, There's going to, and I have a big prediction, but it's going to happen. There's going to be, this sauna tour thing is going to be a thing. People are going to go to Finland, just like people go to wine country and go to wineries. People are going to go to Finland and go on sauna tours. You heard it here. Oh, you just did. Yeah. You just set the example. 50 seconds. And I scratched the surface. You know, I mean, well, you know, realistically, I hit 50, fit the top 50. I missed Sauna Island, which is a, it's expensive to go out there, and it's a private thing. That's where the Minnesota Wild Hockey team went. There's six saunas. They got Sabu Sauna out there. So that could have been six more. Yeah. Uh, I saw it from afar. I saw it from the ferry. But we didn't step foot on the island, and I didn't go in those songs. So you could do some more. There, there's some, some more. But I hit all, But here's the thing. Yeah. You know, I started as like 12 songs. I, I hit one a day. You know, that was the objective. And I thought, well, now 17. I had a new number, you know, based on my research and all that. And then, you know, quickly built to 34, right? And then once I was there, I couldn't say no because I could die tomorrow. You know, right. and every sauna has a soul, you know, like to go to these different, and these are public saunas I'm talking about. The whole vibe, you just can't say no when you go that far and to see these, the different character and the different way they're set up and the different way they're heated and just the vibe. And the heat though, you know, it's yeah. like it carries you from sauna to sauna and you just sort of like, you become like this, <clears throat> this leprechaun, you know, yeah. like dancing in the forest. Yes. Sounds amazing. I'm. It sounds amazing. It sounds. If you can do fifty in twelve days, that just says something about the the events, the event, the sauna event happening in Finland. Yeah. I mean, it's been that way, but it's. Well, you know, and and it's true. Like uh, the the sauna meister, the the at the manager at Lolu restaurant. Yeah. He said it right well. He said, you know, sauna is a country of 5.5 million people and 5.5 million sauna experts. And for him, it's like, oh, the sauna's too hot. Oh, you did this. Oh, you did that. He probably gets that, you know, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. But um, the adaptation of that line is that, you know, Finland's a country of 5.5 million people and, you know, 5.5 willing, people willing to talk sauna. So imagine me, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I tell a story, and I think I wrote a post on this, is uh, I was driving from Uviskila uh, uh, down to Tempra, and I needed gas, and I pulled over this convenience store. By the way, everybody who's aged 20 to 23 in a male um, uh, looks like a hockey player. <laughs> so, you know, so I, I go and pay for the gas, and I, I ask the guy behind the counter, the kid, 
I said, are you a hockey player? And yeah. he goes, no. And then, you know, but he was talkative. It turns out he was an exchange student in Wausau. I'm from Minneapolis. And da, da, da. Oh, wow. Yeah, then I said, do you sound on? He, he says, sure. You know, and I yeah. said, well, how often? He goes, big smiles every night. I go, that's cool. And then I couldn't resist. So I said, wood-fired or elected? And he goes, oh, wood, of course. You know, seven yeah. days a week, wood-fired sauna. And we, I could have gotten the, 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 the microphone out and record a podcast interview right there in the convenience store. Because then there was a middle-aged guy chiming in. He starts talking about three saunas a day. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you don't have to go far yeah. to sauna talk in Finland. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to go. Yeah, man. Yeah, you... A, look, look, I want to... There's one thing I want to talk about beyond sauna is... Yeah. The best line about Finland is everything works. Yeah. It, it's insane. I, either I've changed or America has changed because our country's become kind of clunky in the big scheme of life. We got traffic like crazy. We do. Our public transport is, is attempted here. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's... It's a compromise. I mean, you know, over there, bike lanes, not just say, hey, we're going to turn Park Avenue in a bike lane. Yeah, man. We're going to turn Park Avenue in a, in a, into a bike lane. Yeah. No, it's like it's integrated within the network. Like, and so you have this like bike network. You have a walking network. You have uh, the scooters. You've got the rental bikes. You've got the trams. And then you have the cars. You have multiple networks of getting around. And the other thing about getting around is everybody's respectful. I never, I heard a car honk maybe once or twice in Helsinki. That was kind of it. Yep. People are like, everybody moves in harmony with each other in respect. And I think we lost it in this country right now in terms of that. Now, in Finland's favor, there's 5.5 million people and the country's gorgeous and huge. Yeah. Um, but that's... That's not so much. Like, you go into a town like, small town in the north, and there's a train line running through there. Yeah. And there's a little downtown uh, train station. And there's people parking their bikes by that train station. And you want to get around? It's easy to get around in Finland. And people are nice. Yeah. 50 in 12 days. Sounds like you can get around. Yeah, I got around. Good. <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, just thank you so much yeah. for this. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Daniel, for helping me decompress with your questions. I just want, I mean, for me, <coughs> this is hot. What are, I say we're about 165, 170. This sauna seems to run hotter. You know, this this feels like a 180, 190 sauna. Yeah. And I'm reconverting my numbers. Most of the saunas I took in Finland were 90 to 100 Celsius, so 180 to was it 212 Fahrenheit? You know, yeah. they're hotter than here, but again, the ventilation, um, it kind of changes the game. You're like turning into an X Men. Yeah. When you do that much sauna. Well, this is round three, and, yeah. I, and I, I'm back to my American ways of counting rounds, and I really shouldn't, <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's hardwired into my system. I don't know. I'd like to lose that and just keep track of nothing with sauna. Um, but there you go. That's well, I just, sauna. you know, yeah. I want to say, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have built one, and thanks to you and JP, I got to experience wood-burning sauna. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you we're in yours right now. You've done it so right. Yeah, and, it feels uh, right. It's an inspiration. Thank you. Go yeah, ahead. Daniel, it's great to have you to sauna, and uh, those listening, thanks, thanks for bearing through my decompression of uh, 50 saunas in 12 days. <laughs>